Hey, hi, hello. Back to school season is in full swing and as a TPT seller, that can be really awesome because it means we're finally out of the really sad summer sales season, which is just always depressing, um, and into back to school sales, which is much more fun. But if you're a TPT seller and a full-time teacher, it can be really, really stressful because not just is it bringing more sales, but it's also bringing a lot more work and a lot more stress. So let's talk about 10 different tips that help me as a full-time teacher and TPT seller who makes six figures on TPT um, not lose my mind. First part of not losing my mind is not letting my dog lose her mind and I just threw her ball. Alrighty, 10 tips, so let's get started. Number one is decide on your priorities. Now this goes in a couple different ways and we'll talk about kind of like different ways that you need to prioritize things, but specifically what I'm talking about is what are your like life priorities? <laughs> because everyone has lots of different things going on, but what is like the most important? Because if you are looking at your life and you're like, I wanna do TPT full time, then that means you're gonna need to prioritize TPT over your full time job. If you love teaching and have zero desire to ever leave, then you're gonna wanna prioritize teaching over your TPT shop. And neither one of those is right or wrong. It just depends on where you are in your life and what your life goals are. So it doesn't matter which one you choose. You just need to decide like for you, which one is more important. For example, I know that my main priority is TBT. It is the business that is more important to me than teaching at school. And if my admin's watching this, yeah, that's how I really feel. But as we'll talk about a little bit later, I give my all when I'm at school, but I'm also just really conscious of that. So I'm not gonna like stay after school for hours and hours and hours because I need to come home so that I can work on my business. And I know that like I wake up really early so I can work on my business in the morning. And I do these extra things to make sure that I have that time for my business. And I make sure that I do things at school, like making sure I get my work done at school so that I don't have to bring it home. And I make sure that at school, I leave school at, you know, at the correct time so that I'm able to come home and spend more time at home. So like having your priorities just help you have those boundaries of like where the lines are. If you have like kids, then you're gonna have even more things that you need to think about, about priorities and time that you spend at each different thing. There's not like a right answer, just spend some time and think about that. A lot of these are gonna be like, figure out your life. But I'ma guide you, so it's fine. Um, number two is that know that your priorities are going to change. Back to school season is always kind of like a big kick because you go from summer to back to school when you're like suddenly I have no time because like I'm at a new school this year and so I have to set up a new classroom which is still not done and I have to um, learn all the kids names and I have to like figure out how they do things at my new school and like I, I'm like a little bit behind the curve so I have to work a little bit harder than I maybe normally would at school because of the stage of life that I'm currently in. If you like recently had a baby, you're gonna have very different life priorities right now. But if your kid just went to college, then your priorities are gonna shift in a very different way. Hello, are you joining us? Would you, would you like me to move some pillows for you? 
Okay, thank you. Know that your priorities are gonna change and that changes, you know, based on the time of year, it changes based on the year, it changes based on your preferences and all of those different things. Just there's different stages of life and different things happen at different times. Number three is wherever you are, make sure that you are fully present. So this kind of, I kind of touched on this earlier, but when you are at school, make sure that you are at school. You're not at school working on your business. And on the flip side, when it's time to leave and go home and work on your business, make sure that you're actually working on your business and you're not spending time, you know, kind of crossing lines. I only work at school at school and I like that because I know if I'm at school, I'm working at school and if I'm at home, I'm working on the business. And so having those very distinct like position places that I have really helps me to keep that in mind that not only like legally, you're not supposed to work on your business during school hours because that is a conflict of interest. Um, but also just like mentally, if you're always trying to like do 5,000 things at once, it's really overstimulating and it makes it really hard for like your brain to work. So it's going to be better if you can be like, okay, we're just going to do, you know, we're just going to do work at work and business at home. So make sure that you are fully present wherever you are. And that also goes with your kids. I know I don't have kids, but being able to like spend 30 minutes or an hour, like fully present with your kids and then spend some time where you're fully present working is going to be much more successful than trying to work and be with your kids at the same time. Now, you might be able to have them in the room, but have a chat with them, especially if they're, you know, not like a couple months old. But have a chat with them about like, okay, now is time for me to work. This is the time that we're gonna play so that they have, you're more fully present because they're gonna prefer it if they get to hang out with you for a set amount of time rather than you being on your computer while they're trying to like constantly be all up on you. Will they probably do that anyway? Yes, but especially for you, you will feel a lot better if you have more like separate times than if you're just trying to do it all at the same time. Next up is still on prioritizing and that is make sure that you know what you have to do. This goes for business and also for teaching, but specifically talking about business, make sure you know what you have to do in your business because some things in business are have tos and some things in business are would like tos. And this is a chat that I have to have with myself all of the time because y'all know that I just want to do all the things all the time. And unfortunately that hasn't been working out very well for me. So instead I try really hard to think about like, what are the must do? So for my business, I know that I have to have content come out at least every other week. I know that I have to have emails that go out every week. And I know that I have to at least show up on Instagram like a little bit so that people know that I'm, you know, alive and stuff like that. Everything else is a little bit more optional. So making a new product while important, while helpful is not fully necessary. I'm talking like what is the bare minimum that you could do for your business to survive? That's what I'm talking about. What is the bare minimum? If you are sick, like I was super sick last week, I actually missed four days of work, which is insane. I've never missed, never missed more than two. It was crazy. Anyway. When I was really sick, 
I was not like, let's do all the things, but I did make sure that I had the bare minimum covered. So think like, what is the bare minimum on my busiest week? What are the things I have to do? And make sure you prioritize those and schedule them into your schedule first so that you have time to get them done. That doesn't mean we don't do other things. It just means that if I get nothing else done, I know that I am sending those emails this week because I have to send the emails to show up for my people because people expect that and like having that recurring thing is really helpful. This is also one of the reasons that I am very cautious about anything that would take up my time. I don't love doing lives. I don't love doing like, oh, well, I love coaching, but I don't love the aspect of coaching of like, I have to show up at a certain time. Um, I don't love like growing bundles where you like add to it every month. I don't love those things because when you are looking at doing them, you have to, it like makes your bare minimum higher. And so it's like, there's more stuff that you have to, have to, have to do. And I would prefer to have less stuff that I absolutely have to do each week. Even for YouTube, like I show up every week. It doesn't mean I'm filming a video every week. I haven't filmed a video in like three weeks because your priorities changed and I didn't have time because it was back to school and then I was sick and it's just been a whole thing. So having that distinction in your mind of like, what is the bare minimum I can do and being cautious of anything that might increase that doesn't mean you can't do them. It just means like be aware of them so that you're not like tying yourself down unnecessarily. Just, you know, have those things in the back of your mind as you're going about your day. The next one is schedule those out into your ideal week. So an ideal week is a planning tool that you can make very easily, very quickly, where you basically map out like, what do you want your week to look like? And this is super helpful because you know, there's as much as I wish it weren't true. There are only so many hours in the day. And so if you're like, how do I get to do more things? Um, well, there's only so many hours of the day. So if you wanna do something, you have to take something else away. So creating an ideal week is basically making like a template for how your week is gonna go. So I have a whole video about this. I will link it down below, but basically you wanna think through like each day. I just did this last night. Think through each day and think like, okay, what time am I waking up? What do I need to do in the morning? What time do I need to get ready? What time do I need to leave my house to get to work? What time do I get home from work? What do I do when I get home from work? Are you coming home and like just doing random things? Are you coming home and working all night? Are you coming home and laying on the couch and watching Netflix all night? There's not like a right or wrong answer. It's just figuring out like, if I get home at this time, what do I wanna do next? What time do I wanna make dinner? What am I gonna do after dinner? Just like have those conversations with yourself so that you can figure out what you would like to do. And what it leaves you with is your ideal week. So what you would do on a normal, every week kind of basis. So for me on Wednesdays after school, I get home around five, from about 5.30 to seven, I would like to film. Today is Wednesday, my watch is dead. 618, I'm right on schedule. So I had that in my schedule. So this week when I was looking at things I was gonna do, I was like, great, Wednesday. Wednesday we're filming videos. Wrote out the next couple of videos I needed. And then when I got home today, fixed my makeup, fixed my hair, cause it was a mess. Um, fixed my coffee because necessary. And sat down to come film some videos. So having those things in your like weekly plan helps you to make sure you schedule those things in. 
So those things I talked about, like those bare minimum things you have to do, make sure you schedule those into your ideal week. With this, it doesn't mean like you have to do super specific, but how mine kind of looks is there's like chunks of time. And so I'm like, okay, in this chunk of time, I'm doing like one of these things. And in this chunk of time, I'm doing one of these things. So like right now is filming. Tuesday evenings after I eat dinner is either make a product or upload products or update products or film videos for the vlogging channel because that's the channel that my video editor doesn't do at least yet. Okay, um, so that is like options there, but I have like a chunk of time where I can fit in whatever I need to do on that particular week. So each week I sit down on like Sunday and I look through my week and I'm like, okay, I need to work on these products. I'm gonna plug those into the product blocks. I need to work on, you know, this subject or whatever. So I just plug, I, it's just, it's like plug and play and you don't have to think about it and stress about it and like worry about it. Every week is not ideal. <laughs> like even this week, yesterday I had to drive home, let my dogs out, drive back to school to go to a meeting and then drive home again. Um, so obviously that's not what I'm doing every Tuesday. And so it was a little bit different. And so things happen. So your ideal week is never gonna be actually ideal. But having like a template or an outline is going to help you to put those things in and make sure they're not missed. And then I know if I'm gonna be gone on Tuesday, I'm missing those blocks of time, which means that I need to either compensate somewhere else or lower my expectations of what I can get done this week so I'm not stressing myself out, thinking I can do all the things I normally can when I don't have all the time I normally can. It's also helpful because you can look at your week and you can see what you don't have time for because it's easy to be like, oh, I wanna do this, oh, I wanna do this, oh, I wanna do this. But when you actually look at it of like chunks of time, you're like, oh, can't do all those things. So having that can kind of help you figure out like what we're gonna spend time on and make sure you're doing that. I would suggest try this out and then for the next couple weeks, try it and adjust it because you might do something and then be like, oh, it really takes me this long to get home and not this long or you know, this isn't working or I don't like this or whatever, you're welcome to change it. But having an idea just makes it a lot easier on you to make sure you can schedule in those really important things. While you're scheduling in those things, make sure you schedule in some breaks. This is as someone who's usually very anti-breaks and anti all that kind of stuff and I have definitely suffered for it. I have been a lot better about scheduling in breaks because if I schedule them in then they will get done. A couple chunks in my week are scheduled as break time. Some of that is like literally I just wrote like the word chill um, which could mean like taking a bath or watching something on Netflix. Um, those kind of things and then other things are more like productive break time. So I have like two chunks of time in my week where I can either like read or I can paint or I can like play with my cricket or something like that. And those are more like active break things but they're still things that one, really light me up and two, really help to make sure that I am not working all the time, which is the problem we have had in the past. So I'm, I'm getting better and they're scheduled into, into my schedule. So we'll, we'll see how they go. I did it on Monday. Yesterday was a mess. So, you know, we, we got our first one check anyway, schedule in your breaks schedule. You know, it might be literally just like chill or it might just be like read or it might be like take a walk. 
take the kids to the park. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Just pick something. Okay? Okay. All right. I've lost track of the number, but hopefully somebody else is paying attention. Um, next one is prioritizing the things that make you money. As a TBT seller who is also full-time teaching, you don't have a lot of time. Therefore, you need to make sure you're not wasting your time on stuff that's not gonna make you money, right? Right. When you're looking at the things you need to do, make sure you're spending more time on things that are going to make you the most money. You know what makes me the most money? My email list, okay? So when I'm looking at my time, I need to make sure that I'm prioritizing sending emails to my list because that's where I make a lot of my money. I also need to make sure that I am blogging or YouTubing or promoting on Instagram my email list so that I can get more people on my email list so that I can then make more money. So as I'm looking at my activities, I need to make sure that those things are available. Also think about like your products and make sure that you're prioritizing products that make you money over products that are not gonna make you money. A great way to see this is just look at what is already selling. Look at your top sellers, look at your selling things that have made you the most money and make more of those things that are already doing well or optimizing your listings for those products that are doing really well and take those products that are doing well and make them do even better by updating covers, updating previews, updating descriptions and all of those things to make sure that they're selling as well as they possibly can. Next one is really specific and that is don't make products under $3 because on TPT, if you are a premium seller and in your transaction, someone buys something and their whole cart is less than $3, so it's $2.99. Then you get TPT taking commission and they charge you a transaction fee for those products. If you are a basic seller, it's 30 cents regardless. If you're a premium seller, it's 30 cents if it's less than $3. But even if you're a basic seller, um, $3 is the cutoff I figured out to making more money than TPT did. My very first product that sold ever was listed for $2. And when I realized how little money I got out of that $2 resource and how TPT actually made more money off that resource than I did, I was like, no, no, no friends, we're not doing that. And so I try to keep all my products $3 or more. I don't like going under three. Now, that doesn't mean that none of my products are less than $3, but typically if I have a product that is less than $3, it is because it is meant to be purchased as a bundle. Um, so for example, like my Write the Rooms are $2.50 currently. That might go up, so music teachers don't um, quote me on that. So they're $2.50, and, but I'm not intending for you to purchase just one because typically people purchase a couple of them so that they have, you know, either write the room for different seasons or they have write the room for different levels of like different rhythms or stuff like that. Or like I just posted a decor pack. I know super, super late, but you know, here we are because I had to make it for my classroom. And of course I came up with the idea on the first day of pre-planning that I needed to totally change everything. Um, and so I just posted that. And so some of those things in my classroom decor bag are less than $3 because they're not worth $3 and because they're meant to be purchased as a bundle. So it doesn't mean you can't do that. It just means that focus your time and your money and your effort 
on products that are going to be $3 or more so that you can make more money. The best way to make more money is to up your like average dollar. Now that doesn't mean like post one page resources for $3. What it means is spend your time making bigger, meatier products that you can charge more for, okay? Okay. We're at number nine. Number nine is take care of yourself, literally. If you have read my book, which is The Happier Teacher Life, all about like self-care, practical self-care, because you don't know how I am, for teachers, you'll know that I talk a lot about how self-care is like, literally you have to take care of yourself. And this is something I feel like the self-care people are like really missing right now because people talk about self-care, but it's always like, oh, I'm gonna do self-care and go watch Netflix. And I'm like, that's not self-care. Like, yeah, you need breaks, but self-care is like literally taking care of yourself. Like drinking water, working out, eating your dang vegetables. I had Chick-fil-A yesterday because I went home late and I picked it up and I got a salad and grilled chicken because it's good for me. And would I have preferred a chicken sandwich and some french fries? Yes. But I am trying really hard to make sure that I am doing the things I need to do eating, taking vitamins, getting rest. That is a big thing. I always think of it as like, if you were looking at a child that you're taking care of, what are the things you're gonna make sure that child does? Cause you're not gonna have that child like up all night and not getting sleep. So you shouldn't be up all night and not getting sleep. I mean, things happen, but as a regular thing, you need to be making sure that you are doing the things to literally take care of yourself so that you can function without getting burnt out, without getting sick, without all of those things. Yes, I was sick last week. Here we are, sometimes it's unavoidable, but really just making the time for those things to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. And also, as we talked about like breaks, and I talked about things like how reading and painting and cricketing all like really light me up. Think about those things as well. Like what are things like mentally that actually help you? Because I have found those things or like writing my journal or like things like that, taking a walk, recharge me more than like sitting on the couch all night. So if you are aware of those things, then you can like move towards things that give you more joy and more energy and away from things that maybe feel like you should do them but aren't as restful that doesn't mean i don't watch netflix we're currently watching the second season of lincoln lawyer but what it does mean is that i try to prioritize things that i know are going to light me up and then you know do one or two episodes of lincoln lawyer instead of doing that all night when i go all right and number 10 do whatever you can and then be like elsa and let it go because i am the queen of thinking that I can do 87,000 bajillion things. And then, you know, I, I find that I can't do 87,000 bajillion things. And it's very depressing to me to have this realization. But what that means is that as I, like I can stress myself out about the products that I didn't make and the videos I didn't film and all the things I didn't do that I wanted to do. And I do tend to stress myself out a little bit about them, but instead I'm really trying to reframe it as doing what I can and letting the rest go. One really good example of this is like seasonal products. You'll know I'm addicted to seasonal products. They're my favorite things in the world. But sometimes seasonal products have like that hard deadline of like if you don't get it up, by the season it's not gonna make money or it's not gonna make a lot of money if you don't get it up early enough and i have totally 
posted products like a week before a holiday or after a holiday because I was like, well, it's done now, might as well just post it. Um, but things like that, just really being like, okay, instead of stressing myself out about trying to make all the seasonal products, if I don't get it done by a certain date, I just let it go. And actually I had this happen last year. I was making a Halloween game and it got to be like, middle of October and I was like Becca I'm not done I can like stress myself out and have it posted for like a week and make like you know five dollars or whatever or I can save it for next year and not worry about it and focus on other things hey what are you doing so that's what I did and I actually just pulled it out because I'm working on working ahead nowadays and so I pulled it out and actually I was able to finish that product in August, which means I'm gonna have it up in August. So I'll have like plenty of time between now and Halloween to promote it and to talk about it and to make sure it is up and live and that Google is recognizing it and all those things. But if I hadn't done that and I do what I usually do and just try to like charge on, it would just stress me out. Or if I have a whole bunch of things on my list that I can't do, because I'm running out of time. I just trying to just let it go instead of stressing out. Another example is right now because I wanted to film like five videos, not gonna happen. Um, so this is video number two. I think I'm gonna try number three, but I can feel my voice like starting to go out. And since I was sick last week, I'm trying to be very, very cautious. So I'm just gonna film like the last one that really needs to, again, bare minimum really needs to get out very soon and then I'll worry about the rest later. There are 10 tips to help you as a TBT seller and teacher author. If you want more tips, make sure you join my email list for this channel. We talk all things TBT. I send you a link to the video. I also send you like other extra behind the scenes things including a lot of tips for time management. And on there, I a lot of times they're not related to the video, so you get like extra things. It's just kind of like whatever's on my mind that week. But it's it's fun and I get good reactions to it. So I would recommend you join down below. And I'll see you next time.